0: This is Brain Diet, episode number 102. I love so much focusing on the food we feed our body, but I love even more focusing on the stuff we feed our brain. My name is Taylor Ann Macy, and I am a certified life coach. Welcome to Brain Diet, where we feed your brain the best information. What's up, everybody? Welcome to this episode. I'm feeling good, literally. I am finally not sick after like six weeks of being sick. (laughs) I tell you what, being sick makes you really appreciate when you are not sick. Like bodies are amazing that they can have these viruses get into them and do some gnarly things and that we can come out of it alive and unscathed relatively. (laughs) I just am amazed by what bodies can do and feeling really grateful because now I'm not sick and I feel like I can fly pretty much, although my kids were sneezing this morning. So, you know, it's a roller coaster of a season, but I'm in for it and bodies are amazing and they can do amazing things. We are talking today about a question. This whole episode is based around a question. What if you never lost weight? I coach my clients through weight loss and fat loss. Those are two different things. But by the time the weight or the fat is lost, by the time we've reached that point in our working together, it's usually about 5% of the transformation that we have accomplished. 5%. The scale decreasing is a really, small representation of the transformation that they have created. Which is interesting because people come to me with their focus being probably 90 to 100% on the scale. People will come to me saying, hey, I weigh this much. These are the three digits that represent the gravitational pull of my body. And I want it to go down. I want those three digits to be different. And the way that I Like to think about it is, you know, that show Fixer Upper with Chip and Joanna Gaines, where they redo homes for people and they do the reveal, and you see the external part of the house that they've redone a lot of the pieces, and it's amazing. It's beautiful outside. But then the real fun part is when they go inside, when they go in and see where they will be living and how they've transformed the. Innards of the house to be a place that is a delight to live in. This is kind of the analogy that I think of when it comes to what work we actually do in coaching. Is yes, we can totally create external transformation. I think that's amazing and it's super fun and it's amazing to see what you're capable of. In the end, it has such little impact compared to what we actually do on the inside. Now, by the same vein of this analogy when i was a teenager i used to work in model homes i was like a ticket taker and these homes on the exterior again looked beautiful they were so nice to look at on the outside but when you actually went inside nothing worked and actually i'm just remembering i think i've mentioned this analogy on the podcast before so i don't know why i'm using it again but it seemed relevant you go inside and you like open up the bathroom doors and there's no plumbing or you open up the cupboards and there's no shelves like the innards of the house Would not be very easy to live in. That's why, if we simply focus on the external transformation, if we simply focus on the scale going down, yeah, we can create that, but at what cost? What is it like to have to live in that body no matter what the outside looks like? Do you have what you need inside to thrive and be happy? Even if the outside looks great, that's not going to create function on the inside. This is why. I love working with people on weight loss because it does act as a platform to bring up all of that internal struggle, all of the things on the inside of the house that need to be paid attention to. They're like, you know what? Okay, maybe this part isn't as functional as it could be. How could we change this? How could we work on this? How could we pay attention to this in order to make it a delight to live in this house? And when you start to pay attention to what you're eating and when you start to pay attention to what you're feeling and not feeling for that matter and eating to not feel, this is where we start to recognize what's happening on the inside. And this is where so much of the work is done Is you become a person that is able to feel your feelings instead of eating them. You're a person that's able to look at food and have a relationship with food that's totally different than what it was before. I think many that want to lose weight think that they want to lose weight when what they really want is to like themselves better. So this is where I say to my clients, yes, I can guarantee that I can help you lose weight. I promise. If you work with me, you will lose weight. And we're going to learn how to like yourself now before the weight comes off. We bought the home that my family and I live in um, three years ago. And when we bought the house... We had a couple of things in mind that we wanted to change. We had a few internal things, lots of external things, and it was fun. We're like, all right, we'll just do this together. We loved the house. We still love the house. And we focused primarily on all of the internal things first. We did all sorts of different things on the inside of the house so that living inside the house was wonderful. I loved coming home to the inside of our home because we had made it a wonderful place to live we left the outside to the very last because we wanted a really lovely place to reside in and not just a nice exterior. And even though we did want a different exterior, we're like, you know what? This isn't exactly functional. It's not a great place for the kids and for our puppy to be running around. And we'll get to that. But first, we want to make sure that where we spend most of our time on the inside of the house, that we put a lot of energy and thought there. Now, where you spend the most of your time is in your own brain you spend all of your time actually is in your own brain <laughs> so that's why it's so important to start there to make sure that your brain is a wonderful place to be in a wonderful place to reside all of the time and then once that's a delight doing the exterior work is just fun it's like let's see what we can do how can we be creative what would be really awesome and we don't have to be in a rush to do it like the exterior of the house wasn't crucial to our internal living situation It was like, we weren't in a rush to do it because we were just gonna get it done whenever it was convenient because where we were living on the inside was awesome. I love our house so much. Now, when it comes to my own clients and what we do in my practice, I approach weight loss in what I believe to be a very loving way. We approach your body and we make sure that we are fueling it versus starving it. We make sure that we are creating slow and sustainable versus quick weight loss. Um, A lot of the crash diets in the world, a lot of the really quick false promises, you know, 12 pounds in 12 days, those are not fat loss. (laughs) Fat loss takes more time and more attention and more strategy. Weight loss, yeah, if you stop eating, you'll probably lose weight. But if you really want to shift your body composition, it takes time and effort and attention and love and knowing your body really well to learn what it is that it needs in order to give it that so then you can create the body that you want and internally create that internal environment that you would want to live in all the time. So many of the elements that I go over with my clients, we address water and sleep and movement and fiber and a variety of fruits and vegetables and good quality proteins. Now, all of these things, none of it is surprising. None of these elements are secret or revolutionary. It's simply just knowing the functions of certain things within bodies in general, but then within your body specifically. It's like we know that we need sleep and getting consistent sleep, going to bed at the same time is probably going to be more conducive to health than having an inconsistent bedtime, not getting enough sleep. Like I think that's pretty general knowledge that we need to have enough sleep, right? Again, it's not like any of that is surprising. And so when we take those elements and then start to work with your individual body, we can figure out what exactly the puzzle pieces are specific to you to then create the results that you want. But again, nothing in any of that. It's, it's just math. It's just like guess and checking, testing things, figuring out what works. And then some of the other elements included that I would argue are largely more important than the ones I've just mentioned, but feeling your feelings instead of eating them, having a balance of foods that you enjoy without depending on food for your enjoyment, I love having food as enjoyment. I don't think that that's necessarily a problem. But when you are trying to escape your life through food as a sole source of enjoyment, that's where I believe that there is work to be done. Where we can look again on the internal, in your brain, what's happening there, and see how we can create a happier internal environment that you're not in a space of trying to constantly get away from it through food, right? The goal with all of these elements, and there are many more, but these are just kind of the basic ones, is to create fat loss, of course, but also better physical health all around, better mental health, better emotional health. All of those things are so much more grand than just a scale change. When you can figure out what works in your body... And to be consistent with it and to pay attention to it, you get better sleep, you have better moods, you have better digestion, you have better ability to handle illness, you are able to have more strength at the gym when exercising, you can have better cognitive function, right? All of these things serve different purposes in the body and being able to utilize them can help you achieve all of these things. But again, that's just math. There's so much more to it. So that's why we have now arrived at this question. Would you still do these things if you knew you would never lose weight? Would you still pay attention to your water intake, your sleep habits, your movement, the foods that you were eating? Would you still pay attention to those things if it meant you would never, ever, ever lose weight? My husband right now, he is prepping for his 50 miler. I've talked about this a lot on the podcast. He's doing it in Grand Junction, Colorado this summer, and he wants to lose a little bit of weight before the race just because runners, it's easier Geez, to run fifty freaking miles! Like, yeah, it's gonna be easier if you're a little bit lighter. <laughs> anyway, he has been doing all sorts of amazing things to really take care of his body, so that he's in really good shape to be able to run these fifty miles. So Ben has been doing all of these things. He's been paying attention to his eating, his sleeping, his vitamins and minerals, fruits and vegetables, good quality proteins, um, making sure he's getting enough fiber. He's moving his body in a really strategic way. He's doing all these things. Now as in terms of like how long it's been this consistent, it's only been a couple of weeks that he's really started to implement all of this. I think it was kind of the beginning of the year when he wanted to start getting into this. And he hasn't, I don't even know if he's lost any weight at this point. But what was so interesting, this was the whole impetus for this episode, was we were sitting and talking about this and he's like, yeah, sure, I haven't lost any weight yet, but I feel night and day. I feel completely different Versus when I'm not doing these things. I feel so much better in every impactful way, even though the scale hasn't changed. And it really got me thinking. I'm like, okay, so you implement all of these things. And yes, sometimes there is not an immediate scale change. And sometimes it can take even a little while before there's a scale change. But what if that were not a factor? If it were never to change, then would you still do these behaviors? Would you still pay attention to those types of... Actions. We tend to get myopic about this as if the scale is the only way to measure success. But the benefits that you get from these things, from these behaviors, whether it's like the physical action, what you're eating behaviors, or the mental pieces and the emotional pieces, the benefits of all of those things go so far beyond the scale. Like, yeah, you might not lose weight for two weeks, but you will feel physically better almost instantly. Like if you drink water, you can solve so many problems. Like just think sometimes when I get a headache, it's like, oh man, I just need to drink a lot of water and I will drink, you know, make sure I get enough water and my headache goes away. It's like almost instant. Something that we can accomplish through health behaviors, through these actions, through basic nutrition, right? Now, if we aren't implementing these behaviors, it's an indication to me that there is something happening on the inside that is worth looking at. Whatever your weight loss goals are, you might not lose weight as quickly as you want to, but you will be more equipped to take on your life. When you are paying attention to these behaviors internally, externally, all of it, you will be more equipped in every impactful way to take on your life. So again, if you look at this question, would I still do these things if I never lost weight? If the answer is no, I wouldn't do these things if it meant I'd never lose weight, that's where I'm taking a guess that there is a struggling relationship in one of two areas or potentially both areas. The first area is your relationship with your body now. You have a relationship with your body, just like you have a relationship with a spouse or a friend. If you have a relationship where you look at this part of you, your body, and you think, I just wish you were different, it makes sense that you wouldn't be motivated to implement these behaviors. If you're looking at your body thinking, man, I just wish this didn't look this way. I wish it were different than it was. Then yeah, if you look at these behaviors and said, well, these won't lead to weight loss, it would make sense why you wouldn't want to implement them. Relationships are your thoughts about the other party. So a relationship with your body is simply your thoughts that you have about your body. So if you are having thoughts about your body, like I don't care about you, you're not good enough, I want to change you. There's some things about you that I just really don't like. All of those thoughts that you would have about your body create an environment for a type of a relationship. So again, it would make sense to me if you had thoughts like that about your body, if you had a relationship like this with your body, why you wouldn't be motivated to take care of it in a loving way, even if it didn't lead to weight loss. Versus if you have a relationship with your body, where you love it, where you are grateful for it. You're so happy that it is a part of your existence. It would be a dialogue more along the lines of, I love you. How can I take care of you? How can I help you? How can I be there for you in a way that is supportive and that is most conducive to what you need? Sometimes that is weight loss, and sometimes it's not weight loss right? Sometimes that's a burger and a treat, and sometimes it's not eating the burger and a treat. And if you do eat the burger and a treat and you do it from a place of I love you, it's, hey, I'm consciously deciding to eat this. I'm going to be mindful. I'm going to stop eating when I'm full. And I'm not doing this as a way to escape my life or escape my internal geography. I'm doing this as a way of saying, hey, we can eat these things. We don't need to restrict ourselves in order to be worthy. These thoughts look like let's make sure you get what you need to function. Like I said, I've been sick a lot and my family's been sick a lot. It's wintertime. I mean, you know, compromised, it just is what it is. And recently when I was so, so, so sick, I found this recipe online for this soup and I don't like soup, but this one was awesome because it was just full of so many different vegetables and tons of protein, bone broth, like good things that all served amazing functions in the body. Like each one of these vegetables, the things that they contain can go into your body and do just like these mind blow, I I just can't believe what we can accomplish through nutrition. So I felt really sick, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to make this because all of these vitamins and minerals and nutrients and protein will give my body an advantage. I hope. And did it? I don't know. But I was just doing my best at the time because I love my family and I love my body enough to do my best with it. Now, other times, my body will get so sick where I'm like, okay, you know what? The most loving thing is to not get up and cook. It's to figure out a way to get something else, right? (laughs) I'm not saying that if you're so sick that you have to like cook yourself this big meal. But when it's coming from a place of love, it doesn't matter what it is because it is you acting in your own best interest, So this is the first relationship that can sometimes be struggling if we are solely focused on the number on the scale. So the relationship with your body now. The second relationship that can be struggling if you aren't interested in these behaviors, if it wouldn't lead to weight loss, is your relationship with your future self. There is a version of you that exists in the future. There's a version of you that exists tomorrow, in a month, in a year, And you have the ability to give that version of you in the future gifts. My four-year-old, almost five, does this. I remember him doing this. He had this little R2-D2 Lego. And he would always put it back in the same place every night so that he knew where to find it when he wanted to play with it in the morning. And he didn't do this to be organized. Like as much as I think it would be awesome to have like a super organized four-year-old, it just isn't a thing in the universe. He did it as a gift to himself in the future. He would be like, I love this toy so much. I love playing with this toy and I want to make sure that I can keep track of this toy so I can play with it tomorrow. So we have the same place. He would put it in this drawer. And to this day, we still call it the R2-D2 drawer where he knew it would be a gift to himself in the future because he knew where to find it. He knew where it would be so that he'd be able to play with it and enjoy it and benefit from this toy. Many times health behaviors, whether it's food, exercise, sleep, is boring. (laughs) In the moment, those behaviors are more boring than perhaps an alternative would be. I hate eggs. I think they are so disgusting and I've eaten them every day almost for the past six or seven years, like almost every single day. I hate them. In the moment, they're gross and I don't like them at all, but I still eat them because I know that I feel so much better when I eat and it's eggs and turkey bacon and turkey and spinach and just all sorts of like super awesome things that, you know, are delicious sometimes. But other days I'm like, this is the last thing I'd want to eat right now. However, I know how myself in the future is going to feel if I eat these things. And so it's really important to me that I continue with that behavior because it helps me feel better in the long run. Thoughts that indicate a poor relationship with your future self sound like, I don't care, screw it. It doesn't matter. It won't make a difference. All of these thoughts lead you to make decisions in the moment that maybe wouldn't be as advantageous to that future version of you. But think about Christmas, for example. When it comes to Christmas presents and shopping for my kids, if I had these same thoughts with my kids' Christmas presents, they wouldn't get any presents. Like if it was time for me to go shopping and I was like, ah, oh, I don't care. Screw it. Who cares? It doesn't matter. It's not going to make that much of a difference. I don't need gifts in two months. If I had those thoughts, I would never buy presents. And then come Christmas morning, they wouldn't have anything to open. They wouldn't have any gifts, right? But when I'm two months prior to Christmas thinking about them and how much I love them, it's like, okay, I love them. Now, they're not going to get these presents now. But I'm going to buy them now and just hold on to them and know that in two months, they're going to benefit from them and it's going to be so fun, right? That's the way that I think about buying Christmas presents is because it's in the future knowing that they will benefit from them. The same goes for how we treat our body in the moment as we are reflecting on our future self or rather not reflecting on that future version of us. If we aren't considering that version of us, then it tends to lead us to making decisions that aren't as advantageous, that aren't as kind, So if you want to create better health and not just weight loss, these relationships need to be stellar. Someone that has a great relationship with their body and a great relationship with their future self is one that would implement these behaviors, whether or not it would lead to weight loss. Now, again, I'm not demonizing weight loss or fat loss. That's something that I love to do. And it's something that I'm really good at creating with people. And it's amazing to see what things can do in the body. However, again, that's just the exterior of the house. That's a fun part, to be sure. We love having a fun exterior. But what I care more about is how you feel on the inside. And think about it this way. If you loved what was on the inside of your body, if you loved your body so much, if you liked yourself, if you enjoyed being with yourself, would you be as inclined to change the exterior? If you cared so much about what you thought and didn't care quite as much about what other people thought, would you be as in a rush to change that outside of you? Now, again, changing the outside is fine. I'm all about that if that's what you want. But we want to make sure that the inside is even better than the outside, right? See what I'm saying? So questions to ask yourself. What behaviors would you continue doing if you never lost weight? For me, that's weightlifting. I love weightlifting. I love feeling how strong I am. I love seeing my body do things that I've never thought it could do before. That's something I would continue doing, even if it meant I would never lose weight again. Even if it meant I would gain 100 pounds and still never lose weight, I would keep doing it because I love it so much. So what behaviors would you continue doing even if you never lost weight? What behaviors would you quit doing if you knew they wouldn't lead to weight loss? So think about what you would continue doing and what you would quit doing if you knew that none of it would lead to weight loss. Answer those questions for yourself. If we took weight loss out of the equation, what would your actions look like? If that feels a bit blank or unsure or foreign, I would recommend giving these relationships some TLC. So what that means is noticing the thoughts that you're having about your body. Just as you have thoughts about other people that you love, you're like, oh man, I love them so much. They're the best. I feel that way about my husband and my kids. I'm like, oh man, they are the best humans in the universe. Those are my thoughts about them. Pay attention to what your thoughts are about your body. And then pay attention to what your thoughts are about that version of you in the future. Are you being considerate of that version? Are you thinking about that version when you are making decisions? Pay attention to those thoughts and be mindful that if they aren't quite in a place that you want them to be, if they aren't kind and loving thoughts, it's worth noticing them and considering that you have other ways to think about your body. That you have other thoughts that you can think about your body and your future self that would make that interior, that inside of you feel so much more delightful, so much more comforting to be in. You want to be in a place that is surrounded by love and you create that with how you are thinking about yourself and about that future version of you. Consider those questions. Notice those thoughts. That is all I have for you, everybody. Thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you next week. Hey, do you have a coach guiding you through your weight journey? If not, I would be so thrilled to be yours. I want to invite you to come work with me in my private one-on-one program where I create an individualized plan for you based on your body in order to create the results that you want. I teach you how to not even want the foods that are sabotaging your physical goals, all while learning how to be more confident, how to feel better, and how to uplevel your life. We work to create the body that you want and to feel good doing it. To sign up for a free mini session with me, check out the link in the show notes. I'll see you soon.